Here's how you know a relationship is a good relationship for you. It makes you feel better about yourself, not worse. It makes you feel more loved. So if you are not getting those things, it's a relationship you can't be in. Here is today's case. But before you got married, you're saying that weight was never discussed, it was never an issue, but after you got married, it became an issue. It's the things he was saying, like really mean names that, you know, really hurts me. I don't really know how else to motivate her other than hard ways. But I can tell you what you're doing is having the opposite effect. Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Faith Jenkins presiding. Your Honor, as you know, for the first time in divorce court, we have a virtual audience filled with your super fans. Today's super fan of the day is Paulette from Ellington, New Jersey. Hi, Paulette. Welcome to divorce court. We're so happy to have you with us today. Your Honor, today's case is Cook versus Cook. Thank you, Juan. Bosnia Cook? Yes, Your Honor. You have brought your husband, Jesse Cook. Yes, Your Honor. To court today. You say the two of you have been married for three years, living together for three years. But there are a number of issues in the relationship that have brought you to divorce court. You want to talk about them today? Yes, Your Honor. Okay, I'll start with you, ma'am. Give me some background. We met on a dating site, and we started dating immediately mm -hmm. after we met on there. And you started talking from there. Things went well? Yes, Your Honor. Everything went well. So during the dating stage of the relationship, the two of you were, were pretty happy? Yes, Your Honor. Yes, Your Honor. No, no big issues? No, Your Honor. Yes, How long Your Honor. did you date before you decided to propose? About 31 days. Mm. You dated for 30 days before you proposed? Yes, Your Honor. Why did you move so quickly? Well, at first, she really seemed like the girl for me, the one that actually cared about me, considering, you know, everybody around me was letting me do things that would just destroy my life. And she came in and was explaining to me, basically, don't do these things. They're really bad for you. And I started to change. I started losing a lot of my addictions. So you felt like she cared for you unconditionally in, that, in those 30 days? Yes, Your that's Honor. The, yes. That's the kind of love that she demonstrated? Yes, Your Honor. Did you feel the same kind of unconditional love from him? Yes, Your Honor. So what happened after the two of you got married? You said things went really downhill after a couple of months. What happened? It, was, it all started with my eating addiction and... You know, and I was gaining weight, and he had a problem with that. Um, I, I don't know why he all of a sudden said, you know, that he had a problem with me being fat when I was already fat in the beginning. But before you got married, you're saying that weight was never discussed, it was never an issue? Yes, Your Honor. But after you got married, it became an issue? Yes, Your Honor. And when you say you, you have an, an eating addiction, what do you mean by that? Is that something that you're seeking help for? Yes, Your Honor. I just realized the problem, and I have been doing everything I can to try to fix everything with it by, you know, changing the way, you know, I eat, like, my diet-wise and exercising more and... Well, I mean, it sounds like, first of all, you're a beautiful young lady. We all need self-improvement in different areas, right? None of yes, us are Your perfect. Honor. And it sounds like you're taking a lot of steps to address a problem you say you have. Yes, Your Honor. Now, but why do you say your husband has been verbally abusive to you? It's the things he was saying. Like, he said that he would not um, accept having a fat wife uh, much longer. And he always compares me to other women who are slim by saying, why don't you be her size and stuff like that. Like, when we out in public and it's very humiliating to me. So what's going on, M Mr. Cook? Are you saying these things to your wife? Actually, it's false what she's saying that I didn't bring up weight as an issue. I did tell her that, 
you know, I'm okay with you being like this, but not forever because it's unhealthy. And, you know, I don't want her to die of a heart attack before she's 30 because she's overweight and has a constant food addiction where she's eating nonstop. Your Honor, I have a chart of the food she has eaten in the last week. So in the last week, this is an average per week. She has eaten five burgers. She'd eat that in about a day or two. She's eaten 50 wings, 35 bags of snacks or chips of any sort, and eight liters of soft drinks like soda and, you know, juice. No water. She drinks no water. And she's always dehydrated and it's always putting her in a bad mood. And I constantly tell her, sweetie, you are constantly dehydrated. That's why you're in such a bad mood all the time. You're all that on, food. I do drink water. No, well, she doesn't. Mr. Cook, I looked at your chart. I wanted to see exactly what you were keeping track of. And, um... Your wife has said she knows she has a problem. She does. So this, this, this does not surprise me. She's, she's already said that she knows she has a problem. Let me ask you, Ms. Cook, have you been seeking any professional help? No, Your Honor. I do believe that I should, but when he speaks to me like that, it, it, it really depresses me and makes me just sometimes want to just give up on it. I can't let her do that to herself, and I know the way to fix it. So, so what are you exercise. saying to her, though? She said you're verbally abusive. Are you calling her names and belittling her and comparing her to other women and embarrassing her? No, Your Honor. Actually, what I am doing is, okay, I'd see somebody on the TV screen. This is where she gets the idea of that comparing to other women. Mm -hmm. I see somebody on the TV screen who looks fit, who looks happy, who looks healthy, and looks like they're going to live until they're at least about 100. And I tell her, this could be you, if you slim down, I don't, com I don't try to compare her to other women mm -hmm. as much as I try to show her that this person is going to outlive you if you're not careful. And why do you think she needs that help and instruction from you? What, makes, what, what, what has made you an expert in this subject? Well, I consider myself somebody who eats relatively healthy. I don't really, you know, eat a bunch of snacks. I, I work out, I run, I jog, I work 10 hours a day five days a week at a warehouse. So I'm, I have no way of being fat, mm -hmm. <laughs> Your Honor. What do you say he, what do you say he calls you, Ms. Cook? I'm trying to understand where you say, you say it's verbal abuse. He said it's not happening. Yes, Your Honor. Um, just <clears throat> all sort of mean names when, you know, anything to do with like being overweight. What names? He, yes, Your Honor. Um, he calls me. me like fat bitch and stuff like that. Really mean names that, you know, really hurts me. So how do you think you're encouraging your wife by calling her a fat bitch? Well, Your Honor, yes, that is a little harsh, but I will bring it to the stand that she is lazy, unmotivated, and I don't really know how else to motivate her other than hard ways. How well, about positive support and love and demonstrating to your wife that your love is not conditional on the way she looks? Let's start with that. Like, like you said, she did for you earlier in the relationship. Heck, she may have wanted to marry somebody who was 6'2", but she settled for you. It seems like she's very unhappy in her marriage, Your Honor. That's well, not true, I would, Your Honor. If, if someone's calling me a fat bitch, I might be unhappy too. Mm -hmm. I understand that, but that did not start because with Because what first. you're doing is you're preying on her existing insecurities as a way to continue to keep pushing her down. You're not lifting her up. I asked one of my professional colleagues, I asked him to come to court today and listen to your testimony and give you some helpful feedback and insight. What's happening here is that you've turned to food for comfort. And I'm going to say right now, this is a really hard thing for you to beat on your own.
come across like a bully. Because that's not the way you talk to somebody you love who you think has a problem. That's not how you handle it. Maybe you don't know how to handle it, but I can tell you what you're doing is having the opposite effect because you're continuing to tear her down. And if you really cared about her, you would be a positive support to her and research it just like she's doing to help if that's what you really wanted to do. Here's what made me really mean. Mm -hmm. She has no compassion for me and she started showing even less when she claimed when we met she wanted somebody more emotionally open mm -hmm. and more sensitive. But in reality, what she did when I would open up to her is say, oh, you're just being a little punk or oh, you're just complaining too much. Are you calling him that? Yes, Your Honor. He Why? makes me really upset when he calls me um, names, like talks about my weight and like, like he like grills me like he's some sort of drill sergeant or something. Um, and I don't appreciate that. So I asked you if you were seeking any help. Yes, Your Honor. Uh, because I actually have someone, when I read your complaint and you wanted to come to divorce court and I read about your background and what you've been struggling with, I asked one of my professional colleagues, his name is Abilash Pullican. He's a licensed counselor with over 10 years of experience in substance abuse, addiction, and socioeconomic inequities. I asked him to come to court today and listen to your testimony and give you some helpful feedback and insight. Yes, sir. And I'm gonna ask him to come into court right now. Mr. Pullican, Juan, would you please bring in the witness? Thank you for being here today, Mr. Pullican. Thank you for having me, Your Honor. Have you had the opportunity to listen to the testimony that Mrs. Cook offered in court today? I have. And based on everything she said about her struggles with her relationship with food, and she's had these ups and downs, and it, it appears to, that these issues have been further exacerbated by how her husband has been handling it. What is, your, what is your advice to her? What do you have to say? I think my advice uh, to you, Bosnia, is that food can be something that's tremendously comforting in healthy amounts. What's happening here is that you've turned to food for comfort and the thing that should be comforting you has started to hurt you. And so the thing that I'm going to say is what you're going through is incredibly difficult. Food is something that you're using to cover up a lot of the things that are going on inside you. For a lot of people, food can cover up trauma, it can cover up depression, it can cover up anxiety, it can cover up sadness, it can cover up anger, any number of things. And so food is a way that we moderate and keep those feelings in us. And I'm going to say right now, this is a really hard thing for you to beat on your own. But the thing about being mocked or humiliated or, you know, belittled, she's already pretty low. And when she hears those things from the man that she loves, all it does is tears her down further. And what made me so mean to her is she was mean to me. If you'd like your case to be heard on Divorce Court, call us toll-free 1-877-311-2222 or log on to our website at divorcecourt.com. Miss the show? Watch full episodes on our streaming platforms and follow us on social media for exclusive content. In order to be able to control how you eat and how you treat yourself, you need compassion and you need structure. Mm -hmm. And in order to do that, you're going to need to see a professional, someone who is qualified to help you get started on this road. 
And once that happens, your husband can then work towards complementing some of the work that you're doing in session. Uh, Mr. Pulligan, another question I have for you is because she's not getting positive reinforcement and support in her home. I don't know if you've heard the testimony, but she's being called names, fat, lazy, fat bitch, all of these things. How is that impacting her as she's on this journey and trying to better herself in this process? So people who struggle with food intake have a really hard time feeling good about themselves. You know, I saw the chart that, you, that you'd pulled up. She doesn't feel good when she eats 50 wings a week. She doesn't feel good when she eats five burgers a week. But those things go down as a way of controlling the pain. But the thing about being mocked or humiliated or, you know, belittled when somebody is going through something doesn't cause them to get better. She's already pretty low. And when she hears those things from the man that she loves, all it does is tears her down further. So I, I heard you say that you want to help, and I read that in your paperwork, and I, and I believe it. I believe that you love her and want to make a difference, but this is not the way to do it. In fact, it's only making things worse. I understand, doctor, but I would like to add one thing. This didn't start with me telling her she's a fat bitch or she needs to really lose weight because, you know, she looks ugly or any of that. That didn't start right away. It started when she started being really, really mean to me and saying things to me out of the way, especially after work, when I'm going to work and I come home from work and she's like, oh, get off that game. Oh, you're just being so lazy or, oh, you, you're acting like a kid or, you know, things like that. And mm -hmm. it's like, okay, you got an addiction. You wanted to talk and I'm over here looking like the bully. But meanwhile, people don't realize my struggle as well. And what made me so mean to her is she was mean to me. And you can't deny that. And so I'm going to say with your struggle, you also need someone to talk to. And as Bosnia does work on herself, as she reaches out and she talks to someone, you have to find someone for yourself too and say, I'm also struggling with these things. And if I can't talk to my wife right now, I'm going to find out someone who's qualified to listen to me and talk to me. The responsibility has to fall on you because at the end of the day, your health is all you've got. I agree. Thank you, Mr. Pulikin. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you so much. I asked him to come to court today because, you know, addiction is, is a really difficult thing to overcome when you're trying to do it on your own, and no one does it by themselves. And you may even be lashing out, like Mr. Cook says that you are. Um, but it's, it's not something that I think you can do on your own. I think you need positive reinforcement, and I think that you really need the support, as Mr. Pulikin said, and I hope that you will use the resources that we're going to provide to you today. As far as the relationship, the two of you have reached an impasse in your marriage. You're not happy. Yes. Um, I don't see anything. People come into this courtroom all the time and they say, I love this person. This isn't love. This is resentment. This is hostility. This is, this is anger. This is harm. That's what's happening between the two of you. The fact yes. is, you were young and you got married too quickly. Yes, you, shouldn't, you shouldn't have gotten married. You know this, right? Yes, Your Honor. Okay, because this is not the relationship for you. You have some things, Ms. Cook, that you have to work on now. 
in your life and going ahead. And and I want to tell you something. I don't know what, what those other layers, those other issues are that you are covering up with food, but you can get past it. You can get through it. You're going to have to work on your self-esteem. And when somebody comes along who meets you and 30 days later they want to propose, you got to put the brakes on that. Yes, Your Honor. It, it's too quick and too fast, and you've got to work on that own self-love to know yourself enough and love yourself enough. Your Honor, this is, like, really, really hurtful that, um, that I'm experiencing this because this is not the man that I married in the beginning. Well, you didn't know each other when you got married. You only knew each other for 30 days. Yes, so Your Honor. you were... Whatever reason the two of you rushed into marrying each other, you didn't, you, you didn't know him. Yes, he didn't really know you. You said during the, the 30 days he was really nice and kind to you, and I get it, but 30 days is simply not enough, long enough to really know who a person is. Yes, Your Honor. And he's also said, oh, he's been really damaging, like I feel to my mental health because I used to, you know. Absolutely. I feel like I used to be, well, I know I was nicer than I am, so the, the you know, the complaints he having about me being mean, it really honestly started when he started um, saying those hurtful things to me and saying I'm too heavy to have sex with and just talking about me like a dog. And I, and I you know, and I, I really, it, you know, it really bothers me and depresses me. And I feel really stupid getting so um, in a marriage so quickly with someone that I barely even knew. Well, it's time, it's time for you to surround yourself with someone who's going to treat you better. Am I right, ma'am? Yes, Your Honor. Okay, so when you leave court today, that's what I want you to do. It's your journey. It is, it, it is, you are leaving divorce court and you are going on a new journey after today. And the, today is going to be the first day of this new journey. Yes, it's going Honor. to be the, your journey of rediscovering who you are. Yes. Yes, Your Honor. Who, your, your love for yourself, just the way you are. None of us are perfect. Yes, Your Honor. Love your, you know, I know that you're going to go through this and you want to lose weight and do all these things, but understand, we are all created in the image of someone higher than us. Yes, Your And you've got to learn to love yourself. And when you look in the mirror every morning, love yourself for who you are. Because when you do that, you're not going to be saying yes to anybody that just comes along who's nice and kind to you after 30 days and you think that this is going to be like this forever. Yes, Your Honor. And as for you, sir, my wish is that you find someone just as perfect as you are because that is what you deserve as well. Good luck to both of you. I think her verdict was pretty spot on, and I think what we really need to do is um, sit down and work it out. Otherwise, it's not going to work. I believe Judge Faith's verdict was very, very, I agree with it, like everything she said. You act like you're really unhappy in your marriage, that you can't change for the better. And when someone points it out to you, you're so reactive, you take it the wrong way. So what's it going to be, boss? We can end it. I'm fine with it. <laughs>